There you go. Well, hey, everyone, and welcome to the Jeep Life Podcast. We're that podcast where we celebrate the Jeep life and everything that comes along with it. I'm your host, Jeep and Terry, and I'm joined, as always, by the best co-host I can have, Breaky Billy. What's going on? How you doing, man? Ah, same old, same old, you know. Same old, same old. I know we were just talking a little bit before, man. We haven't seen each other in a few weeks. It's been a hot minute. For somebody that literally we used to see each other every day. Yep. Um, going three weeks is, that's not a good thing. Well, unfortunately life changes. <laughs> life does, <laughs> damn it, uh, life does yeah. change. Um, but things are going well, you know, yeah. has I've been super busy these past, you know, three weeks and yeah. it's a good thing, but at the same time, it doesn't leave much time for Terry time. No, I know that. I know that. <laughs> Before we get rolling, I want to <clears throat> let everybody know that the, this episode and all episodes are sponsored by Armorlite, the toughest flooring on the trail. I can guarantee it. Yeah. The, <laughs> the st- Billy, break your Billy stamp of approval. Yep. Pressure washer and all. Yeah. Abs- <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. We got some video of that for Dude, sure. Best way ever to clean out your Armorlite. <laughs> that's the only way to do it. It is. Uh, I mean, it's you don't just- need no soap if you got 3,400 PSI. <laughs> Yeah, it definitely does the number. Use the wide angle, though. Use the 40%. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't no, use not direct. You don't want to cut it. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's actually how they cut it, though. Really cool. It is water jet. Uh, yep. It's a water jet, but that has an aggregate in it. Yep. So it's a little bit more abrasive. Yeah, it's it's brilliant. Make sure to go go goarmorlot.com and check them out yeah. and, and use our discount for them. Jeep Life Podcast 10 gets you complete um, Armorlot system. At 10% off. I love it. Uh, bef- before we go on, I want to talk a little bit about the Armalite because um, we installed it in the daughter's TJ. Yeah. And she's been, san- w- was sans top. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we sold the hard top. Right. And went um, a chunk of time. No top. No top. Yeah. I would put on um, a cab cover for my JK on right. it. Just and to... It, at night. Yeah, and it doesn't quite, co- it covers it perfectly fine, but it doesn't fit. So we found one morning that water had, it had like drooped the top. No, it just drooped the top. Okay. And we tried to get it out without <laughs> going into oh, I the know vehicle. Where going. <laughs> it went, it literally went into the floorboard and there was three and a half inches of, of standing water. Yep. In the TJ with the armor light. We walked over, pulled the floor, the plugs. Drains right out. Drains right out. Within minutes, it was dry and looked brand mm-hmm. new. Yeah. So it was, I that will definitely stand up to the rain or whatever you want to throw at it. It does help in that unfortunate situation that you get caught in the rain. It, it, it <laughs> def- <laughs> and that has happened more than once. Yes. More yes. than once. Yes. Uh, so speaking of which, we installed, I know we're getting ready to talk about what we've been doing, right. but we installed a, um, a three, uh, a best tops super top NX mm-hmm. on, for the J for the 
TJ on that. Okay. And, you know, just like everything else, I underestimate the amount of time it's going to take. It takes forever to put a top on. It was a four-hour adventure. Wow, that's fast. (laughs) Well, I've I've done... Ah, it's a TJ. (laughs) I've done a few of them. And I I thought, you know, it will be... It it wouldn't be that long because I've done a lot of soft top installs. No. It was four hours. Hmm. But it wasn't, it, it, there was no trouble whatsoever the yeah, whole time. It's just it was, literally a lot of steps. A lot of steps. Uh, you know, we, you have to build the frame first and then do. And test it. Yeah. And then put it on and take it off and put it on and make sure it all fits right. And it wasn't a super hot day. Mm. Um, it, so it didn't stretch out the fabric in the same way. So, it, you know, it was, um, it, it, it went well. We did it. Yeah. And man, it changes the look of that vehicle. Yes, it does. It um, it looked badass before, and now it looks more just, badass. Yeah, well, you got some tires on it too. Tires and wheels. Yeah, yeah. So I it, haven't seen it lately, actually. Yeah, I, I guess I need to bring it over at some yeah. point. Yeah, um, but it's it's running great. We go. We need a two and a half inch lift on it. That's next. Right. Um, she has the money for that, ready to go. Cool. And then saving a, up a front bumper. She's working. She's working. So. You know, the 16-year-old's doing the thing. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun. So I, I, that's my TJ story. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been wheeling. I've been all over. And other things. Yes. Yes. So uh, tell me about so that. let's start off with going out to Bantam Jeep Fest. Yep. The Heritage Festival oh, yeah, in yeah, Butler, yeah, yeah. Pennsylvania. Love that. Love that show. It was a great show. Um, got to see Holly, hang out with Holly for a little bit, and also met some really cool other people. Yep. I met Justin Coulter. Oh, yeah. Uh, for Low Dads yep. on Instagram. And Jeremy Knight. He has that blue wide open design chassis. Oh, right. That I was yeah. posting up. Dude. Yeah. That yeah. thing. It's for real. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I drooled a little. Of course you did. Um, but that thing's... Fr- it had 40 spline RCVs in it. Jeez. The thing was huge. Yeah. Yeah. But also met a cool... Um, another guy uh, had a really cool product called Trail Stamp. Oh. And so it is a rubber base that goes on the bottom of your high lift jack. Yes. And it like kind of clips on there, yep. and then he can do custom designs in it and everything else. Yeah, cool. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, saw that. Met him. Name is Dan Luce over at Trail Stamp. So go check that out. Yeah, I, I'd seen them, but I they're cool. I'll I'll have to show you. Yeah, I didn't. Cool. Forgot to grab it. But <laughs> um, no. So that's super cool product. I uh, just met a lot of other cool people in the industry. Got to drive the four XE. Yeah, that was cool. Or the JTE. Yep. Sorry, my bad. The JT off-road on uh, a little on comp the, course. Yeah, and yeah. That was, How'd that was, work out for you? It was interesting. Yeah, it I didn't air good. the tires down or anything, so it, it kind of spun a little bit on yep. the rocks and stuff. But um, no, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, those so, Nittos are great tires. But yeah, they are. They need to be aired down yes. if they're going to be touching the yes. rock surface. Yes. Yeah. So that was that. Um, had some truck trouble on the way home, <laughs> which was not a fun time. You and... You and Trouble. Ugh, <laughs> lots of trouble. <laughs> the Break It Billy coming to, oh my coming gosh. to town. It was Break It Billy full style. Yeah. So truck wouldn't start, basically. Uh, yeah. Eventually, we got it started, and then I hightailed it all the way back to Westchester. But you got it home, got all yeah. the, the, the stuff you went with back home, back. and then some. Yeah. And then some. And then uh, 
after that left for the shore and I ended up hitting a deer. Oh yeah. My, oh yeah. In my Jeep. Yeah. In your JK. In my JK. Yeah. Um, I was cruising down and it jumped out of nowhere and dumbass. I was doing about 65 miles an hour. And he was a real dumbass because he didn't he didn't do so well. No, it it dis, it's a it disintegrated a gross disintegration. Yeah. So got that all cleaned up and then <laughs> had a nice time down the shore, which was great. You know, spent yep. some time with family, this and that. Um, and then I went wheeling. Oh yeah, it took. <laughs> you, Man, I went I, wheeling. I I got the text on this one. This is so. Hold up. Yeah. Let's start this day out. Um. Yeah. We're, you know, an average day, a couple buggies getting together. Yeah. We start heading out and we go to Zach's Bender. Oh, yeah. That starts the day out. Yep. All right. So Zach's Bender is at AOAA. It's a red trail. Yep. And you go up it and it is a very loose, lots of rock yes. hill. Yeah. Um, I saw you. I saw videos of you moving yes. some rocks. You just sit and spin and <laughs> yep. spin and spin and spin and spin. Until it gets heated up and something grabs something. Uh, yeah. So one buddy lost a transmission on that trail. Oof. Yeah. Then we drop into SOB, which yep. is right next to Zach Spender and Renee's Hill. Um, we have another buddy that blows out the bottom of a shock. Yeah. Great day yeah. so far. So we lose two rigs within the f- by lunchtime. Yeah. Then we head over to Balderdash. That was a great time. Oh, yeah. Balderdash has changed a lot since we've been out there last. Yeah. And rocks have moved, which they do. Yeah. Things get washed out. Um, we changed the trail a little bit more, too, considering we had one guy roll on Balderdash. Oh. Freaking rolled backwards, sideways, landed on all four tires, and kept driving. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> The best possible outcome. It was so much fun. Yeah. So I made it up Balderdash one winch, had to do it, you know, yep, yep. every time it, you know, uh, oh, well, but, <laughs> um, then we start heading out and about and we're on our way out and we hit the giant rock pile at AOA on the fire yeah. line. You know what I'm oh, talking Oh yeah. About. I know exactly what you're talking about. So I'm walking around it and I've been looking at a couple different areas on it. And I walked to the back corner, which okay. have you ever seen the back corner of that? No, I don't think I have. I've only seen the front well, half. If you want to throw that picture up. I'm getting ready to. The back corner is just a giant, like, rocks thrown at a hill. And none of them are very stable. Yes. So I have the bottom so, side of your vehicle from yeah. the top. Yeah. So, as I can say, all in the foreground, that's all just boulders. And it's kind of like straight up at that point. Yep. And yeah, so I decided to kind of take a crack at the back corner, and I ended up going up, up, slid sideways, a rock moved, and I went sideways and over. Yeah. Woo. Yeah, Yeah, so it was the first rollover. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. Yep. You've come close. Multiple times. I've come very close multiple times. (laughs) Um, Almost backwards, but this went sideways, and yeah. Took it like a champ, though. Yeah. Now, did you have to pull the spark plugs or anything? I I didn't pull the spark plugs, um, but all the oil did leak out of it. Oh, yeah. And most of the transmission fluid, so it took an an army to refill it, and we got it done. Oh, good. And then I started it up and drove it out. Crazy. It smoked a little bit. I, I, I was going to say, you and actually, smell it. not as much as I thought it was going to. But yeah, so it smoked a little bit. And then, um, yeah, 
So I had my helmet on. Huge shout out yeah. to Axel Off-Road. Um, if you're looking for an off-road helmet, check out Axel Off-Road. A-X-E-L. Yes. Um, can guarantee they have DOT helmets now and also just the regular trail helmets. Oh, I, nice. I rock a regular trail helmet. It's more just for my head on the roll bar. Right, right, right. Like, I don't think when I'm in my seat, I'm not, my head isn't going to hit side, you know. No, and you, the you, roll bars are right. big enough. Yep. So it's more of just my head off a roll bar, which is a big thing. Too. That is a big thing. Yeah, because you get jerked around. I do a lot. Regardless if you're, ver- you know, Yep, rubber side down or not. Yeah. You get jerked around. And I looking at that when you sent me video of that and pictures, I was I was like, thank goodness you're okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz well, that's really all I care about. I don't nothing I else matters. I just want to make sure you and the people around you are okay. Everyone was okay. We I they knew I was doing like it was kind of a dumb line. <laughs> um the lo- the rocks were very loose. Yes. I knew that. So, eh. You win less, you win some or some. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, you know, it, it's good to have you um, back in the studio, even though it, the studio's in your house. It is in my house. Because last time <laughs> I was here, you were here. I wasn't so. here. I was down the shore. Um, but it's good to have you safe, too. And I, yeah, man. I, I love watching you out wheeling. You went wheeling this weekend? Not this Not week. this weekend. No, All right, good. This I didn't want to miss that. Um, you know, it, I took a big trip. You've been driving a lot in yours. I've been, yeah, I've been driving all over the place. I took a big trip in mine. And so our what's coming up in this episode is road tripping in your Jeep. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk a little bit about how we kind of prepare for it, how life is on the road in a Jeep, and, you know, see where that is. Now, we have a listener question. It came through. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I'm going to read it now. Okay. But I think it's a great show topic. All right. And it is random live question. It's from Joe. Thanks, Joe, for sending us in. What Jeep mod should a brand new Jeep owner prioritize with a $10,000 budget? So How this, would you recommend spending it? So this is the hypothetical question. I go buy a brand new Jeep and I got ten grand in my pocket. What do yeah. I do? I, I'm not so sure it's hypothetical for our friend Joe, but I think that would be a great... Um, it's a great show topic. Show topic. And yeah. each of us bring our build. What kind of Jeep, though? Uh, I, let's let's say that it's a new JL. Rubicon, um, non-Rubicon. Let's call it a Rubicon. Okay. Let's call it a Rubicon because then that takes maybe axles out of it. Well, that's what my, right. that's why I'm asking this. If you right. get like a JK with a Dana 30 in the front, you might want to do yeah, if with right. 10 grand. You can do a front axle. You can. And so, you know, let's, let's call it a Rubicon. Okay. Or maybe come with a sport and a Rubicon. Okay. Right. Yeah. That gives us four, four different builds All right. on a $10,000 budget. Okay. Oh, that's fun. It is a good one. I, you know, as I, as I'm saying this out loud, we used to do more of that sort of thing. Yeah, we did. And I think it's good to get back to that. Yeah. So thanks Joe for bringing that up and we will, I'm not, I I, I don't want to. Next week. (laughs) I'll put that in the show notes for for the next week. Yeah. Um, So stay tuned for next week's topic. All right. News. News. There's a little bit of news happening out there and I, 
I'm really interested in. Um, well, first, I want to give some news of one of our partners. Yeah. And that is Cold Case. All right. And Cold Case just released their new 2007 to 2018 Jeep Wrangler JK and JKU performance radiator. Nice. With extruded core yes. for maximum durability. Yes. Yeah, they had told me they were doing the, the extruded core. Yep. So this is a custom cold case radiator. It's a 41 millimeter extruded core with four cooling flutes mm. in each. All right. yeah. So it's, you know, it's built to last. It's pressure tested to 100 PSI. Yep. And they have a new redesigned mount system. So, you know, one of the big problems with aluminum radiators is when they flex, they don't. Right. So they have cornered the market on that, and that's what they're nice. known nice. for. I, you know, I've been running a, a cold case for, for a couple of years now, and I'm, I'm ready to head down and, and get a new one. Yep. I'm with you. Let's do it. Um, yeah, man. So actually on their website, that's $484.51, which that is actually cheaper than a Mopar stock radiator. Yeah. I think. And it'll definitely keep it cool. And it keeps it a lot cooler. It's a lot better. More durable. Um, so head over to cold case and get your radiator. Yeah. Tell them the guys sent you. Heck yeah. I love it. Jeep is testing autonomous driving for off-road. They've got, I, apparently, they've got a couple of Cherokee and Grand Cherokees mm. that are outfitted with sensors, cameras, and all that stuff. I need sensors. And, <laughs> and no, <laughs> and no doubt, no doubt. And they've been out running them out in Moab. Interesting. Yeah. I. This is interesting because I, I personally, I want control of my vehicle um, when I'm off-roading, but there are times where... I can't see things that are going on around me. Mm -hmm. And it might be interesting to be able to push that autonomous button. I don't think there's an autonomous button. Oh, I got to have a button. I have a button over here in the, the studio. They got to have a button. Uh. Uh, but it, it's really cool that they're putting that kind of thought into it. Because if you can figure out off-roading autonomy yeah. in those vehicles, imagine what it can do on... A road, right? Because there's no. I've always thought, why why don't they put barcodes and shit into the stripes and paints to distribute information to the vehicle? I don't know. <laughs> there's so many ways. I, it's I want I want more information in my vehicle, and I I need somebody to be able to put it in there. You have an Alpine. That's the most amount of information a Jeep can have. That's <laughs> dumb. I, yeah. But so autonomy. Thanks, Jeep, for doing that. They're it'll be cool. It'll be cool. And you know, will this be for the um, all electric vehicles? Who knows? Mm -hmm. uh, or you know, they could just be doing it to make better sensors. Yeah. And to understand. Well, what that's probably what they're trying to do in need, general yeah. is trying to get better um, lane departure and backup sensors yes. and, you know, yes. having that assistive driving and the adaptive cruise and everything yep. like that. So, you know, a lot of this is research and development, trying to figure out all that different stuff. Yeah. And some, some stuff we just will never see as a no. consumer. And, and it's, then, 
it's we don't need it either because right. it's just really right. dumb expensive as well. <laughs> dumb expensive. Speaking of dumb expensive. Well, the 2024 prices just came out. I know, I saw it. And I need another job. I no kidding. But I'm going to be honest with you. When I looked at all this, you know, and I I purchased a Jeep what 6 years ago now. Mm-hmm. I bought a 2017 Jeep Wrangler Sport. The price wasn't that different than it is now. Is what what the price now for a Sport will start at thirty three six, and for the two door model and thirty seven. Oh, well, all right. There's there's the difference. It's about eight grand more than I paid right. six years ago. Okay. Um. 37.6 for the four-door. Um, but it, it actually comes with, it's a better equipped vehicle than I had, you know, because there's some safety stuff in there. There's um, the same engine, same um, transmission. I actually know that the transmission is um, six-speed with the available eight-speed. Okay. Um, and 17-inch steel wheels. Mine came with, or no, yeah, mine came with 16-inch steel wheels. And this has 32-inch tires. Mine came with 28-inch tires. Gotcha. So that's where the difference is, and you throw that up. A grand is not that big of a difference for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, as you go up. Well, I wanted to call out two of the big dogs. Rubicon X. Oh, yeah, yeah. The new, yeah. The new Rubicon X. 2024 Wrangler will start at $56,780. For a two-door. $60,690 for the four-door model. And then they will be offering it in the 4XE platform. Yep. At a whopping... Yeah. Yeah. Vehicles just kept going up. They do, but I mean, that is a lot of technology in a Jeep. Well, in in the X... Doesn't it come with 35s? So the X comes with full four to one transfer case. Transfer case. Yep. Uh, 12-way power adjustable front seats. 12.3 inch digital UK. 12.3 people. Yeah, my nine inch is small compared to yes, that. Yes, that's it's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, seats, uh, you know, leather seats, heated seats and steering wheel, uh, extreme 35 package. So that comes with a 17 inch beadlock capable wheel, a 35 inch all-terrain tire, a 456 axle ratio. Uh, Hmm. Interesting. (laughs) And a 1.5 inch factory lift and swing gate reinforcement. To handle those 35 inch tires. Yep. Yeah. But if you're getting it in the 4XE package, it's going to deliver 375 horsepower, 470 foot-pounds of torque, 21 miles of all-electric range, and a 49 MPE. <laughs> right. It's miles per gallon and electric. MPGE. Yeah, so that's it's like a, an average of that. But it, it is really yeah. pretty amazing. Yep. And it's available with a factory Warren Winch. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. They partnered with AAV and Warren yep. to do some nice upgrades yeah. in that package. Uh, you know, and when I look at that 
you know, you start talking about that $70,000 for four by E, but it already has 35s on it. It already yep. has other thing upgrades. That's a, like, it's a matchbox car, man. Yeah, right. Go buy it off the shelf and right. take it home and play with it. And wheel the shit out of it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's so like entry-level perfect Jeep. Yeah. Don't have to do nothing to it. No. It will surprise you every single day. Every single time. Now, when, you know, you, you go get a sport off the shelf, and it's capable of doing some things. That, you can do a lot in a sport. Yeah, definitely. And then you start adding to it. Yeah. And, you know, before long, you've spent a buttload of money. Yep. And you're at Rubicon level mm-hmm. or more. Yeah, or, or more. Right. A lot more. Um, <laughs> so, you know, Jeeps are expensive. Bottom line, Jeeps are. are expensive. They are. But for for me, I the the uh, the enjoyment and pleasure and life that I get out of it is is worth it. Yep. Right. I mean, it, most people, you know, think you know Jeeps are expensive, and you know, no matter what, when I pick up that seventy thousand dollar Jeep, yeah, I'm gonna change stuff on it anyway. Exactly. Right. I'm gonna put um, different tires on it. Yep. At some point. Probably not going to like the wheels. Maybe, but you know it's um, it's nice. Yeah, and then there's the three ninety two. Oh yeah, and we're, starting we're, at eighty nine thousand dollars. Like starting at eighty nine, ending around one ten. Yeah, but I mean, you get anything and everything and more. Yeah, I mean those vehicles are very, very well designed yeah. and very capable. It's yep. all time four wheel drive. Yep. Um, puts you in your seat. <laughs> I couldn't, when I, when I drove, when I, when I drove the, um, Tony's 392, I couldn't stop giggling. No, you can't. The, you can't. It, you just, the that's the time. only way you're getting breath in yep. for, for starters. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is, it's so much fun. Yes. I, I passed one. No, last week before I, before mm-hmm. I took my road trip, I passed one. And I could actually hear it before I saw it. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, that's a 392. They had to uh-huh. have the active exhaust on, of course. Yep. Um, and I look up, yeah, that's a 392. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Even over my exhaust, I could hear it. <laughs> so that is pretty awesome. All right. Well, that's that's our news. The news. The news. Where right. are we going to be? Oh, all over. I think first coming up very soon is the New Jersey Jeep Invasion in Wildwood, New Jersey on the beach. I You may see a glimpse of all three of us. You, at some point. Well, we'll all be there. Yeah. <laughs> we will be all there. We will be there and we'll be doing Monkey Butler stuff. Yeah, we definitely will. So Lots of Monkey Butler stuff. Hold on to your hats, folks. That is July 14th to the 16th in Wildwood, New Jersey. And then July 15th is WJ Semi Meet and Greet. Meet and Greet. What's yeah. that? Um, some stuff going on in Michigan. I don't oh, know. interesting. Some Fenton, Michigan. People sent in dates to put on there, so I'm, cool. I'm talking about it. I would like to know more information about that then. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe I'll put that in the show notes. Okay. If I find information. And then July 22nd to the 23rd is PA Allbridge Jeep Fest. In Carlisle, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Are you going? I will be there. Cool. Another great show. Yep. And August 4th to the 6th is the Toledo Jeep Fest in Toledo, Ohio. 
Oh, that's a that's a Jeep Fest, dude. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's like a showstopper right there. I won't be there. No, I won't be there either. I wish I could. Eh, oh, well. Maybe. Next year. Next year. August 24th to the 26th is Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion. Yes. In Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Yes. You going? Yes. I'll be there. Yes. See you there. Yes. Cool. It'll be fun. It always is. Always. Might need a floor to sleep on. <laughs> <laughs> and August 24th to the 27th is Ocean City Jeep Week in Ocean City, Maryland. They always do it the same time as Pigeon Forge, but... Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, well. I mean, not nice guys. And then August 27th is the Warren Ride at Ooh, Wind yeah. Rock Park. That's right. So, be square, be there. <laughs> and, or be there. Or be there. And then September 8th to the 10th is Detroit 4 Jeep Fest. It's 4 Fest. 4 Fest. Um, th- I know the guy who runs that. Good okay. people out of um, Detroit, Michigan. It's Holly, Michigan. Oh. Um, but it's a big show. That'll be a lot of fun. Sounds it, like a good time. It is a good time. I wish I could go. Well, you would have to take a road trip in your Jeep. <laughs> I would. Now, what would you carry on your <sighs> road trip? Here we go. So our main topic tonight, <laughs> well well done, well segued in. <laughs> I tried. Is um, road tripping in your Jeep. That's exactly what it sounds like yep. with mud, mud terrain tires. Uh-huh. All right. So recently you went out to oh. the other side of the country, or other side of the state. Yep. Um, and then to the shore. Mm-hmm. And, you know, killed a couple deer on the way. Yeah, I should have had, and that's something I don't have in my Jeep is a pressure washer. Maybe that's next. <laughs> maybe, that's what maybe. I'm adding next. You need to put one of those road, uh, those um, Mad Max road warrior <laughs> no kinda, i have one kind of cow called, catchers on the front it's called the poison spider bumper I it got. is it is um and then i took a trip to tennessee to see my mom yeah um spend some time with her and uh so we we all kind of prepare differently in, in our jeeps and you have your setup more overlandy than than mine yep even right now um, well it's kind of staying like that now i love it so you you have a cooler in the back with a slide. Yeah, I got a full fridge fridge freezer back there, kind of deal on a yep. slide. Um, I have a platform in the back. So, but I still usually so kind of when I when I start setting up my Jeep to go on a longer road trip or somewhere, that back seat lays down. The one half of it, the when smaller ha- the, half, the smaller half. Yep. Okay, always goes down, and it's just. You know, whether I'm carrying fishing rods or skis or something of the sort, it's always long and I need a little bit extra length. So still actually contemplating completely deleting that seat and just having the two and having another platform. Um, But also when I'm taking a long trip like that, I can sleep on that side. Oh, that's true. So I have some mats that go in there now and I can sleep in there, you know, push everything to one half, I can sleep on that side and then continue on my way. Yep. So it's like super overlandy setup right now. Um but yeah, that's kind of what I always do. Uh the fridge is always packed with extra waters, extra, you know, f- snacks, food, this, that, and the other thing, whenever it's a super long haul. Yeah. Um or big trips, you know, hiking trips and going out, going to the lake. Yeah. So. Um 
so when I when I go out, if I'm going camping, my tent is huge. Yep. So it requires the folding down of, mm-hmm. of one side, and I usually do the longer side. Okay. Um, and then I put my cooler in the, the shorter side. Yeah. Um, now, if I'm taking a, a long trip and I don't need to do that, then the back seat stays up, mm-hmm. and I use that kind of for storage. Um, I have a, a nice um, cooler about uh, 12 inches by 10 inches by 10 mm-hmm. inches, and that fits nicely on the transmission or drive shaft hump gotcha. in the back yeah. so I can reach it without having to reach anywhere else. And I so I, I can reach it to grab drinks and mm-hmm. whatever, and it's real easy to fit there. I, mean, I, I don't know how, it, well, I think it's because it sits on the cup holders right. in the back and it just stays Probably, there, yeah. doesn't move, doesn't, doesn't flinch. Mm-hmm. I really like that. And then I pack everything as much as I possibly can in the back. Yep. Now I had a, um, a storage area cover. Security enclosure. Sec- security enclosure. And that took away a lot of my ability to yeah. pack back there. And so I would have to pack on top of it and around it. Um, but once I did take that out, I've got, I can put as much stuff as I want yeah. back there. there. For not enough room, it's surprising how much stuff I can get in there. Usually you do tend to fit a lot of stuff in the back of the Jeep. Yeah. Now I, I, you know, take the cooler and those kind of supplies, you know, snacks, always mm-hmm. having snacks on the road. Yep. Uh, but what are, what are some of the things that you pack? Cause we yeah, talked about so this before. Like, you're over prep. I am dumb prep. I have, I travel with two recovery bags, <laughs> not yeah. one, two. Yeah. Um, like in that is, you know, full amount of stuff, 30 foot strap, uh, kinetic strap, shackles, soft shackles, tree yep. savers, everything, yep. you know. So I'm prepped on that side, but also I take a full toolbox as well. So, you know, full tool roll, extra tool, extra parts, um, extra bearings, idler pulleys, serpentine belt, fluids, wow. um, yeah. ignition coil packs, because for some odd reason, JKs like to eat them every once in a <laughs> every, while. Yes, they do. Um, like I travel with a lot of stuff, Yeah, but also I've found a way to like kind of put it in a container that it's contained and, you know, doesn't get anything dirty. And I mean, I have full impact gun, (laughs) angle grinder, (laughs) right? things have gotten a little overboard. That's a little, I mean, it's good to be prepared. Yeah. You know, I carry my AAA card with me right? and and that's my, all of that. (laughs) Um, no, but sometimes even AAA takes, I got something. Oh, it takes forever. I mean, the last time I called them, it was two and a half hours and I ended up just fixing the tire on my own. Yeah, exactly. I, I called them back and canceled. Yeah. Um, but it, it, and I, I, I thought about it cause I actually grabbed my daughter's, um, recovery kit to throw in there. And I was like, wait, my saddlebags on my roll bars have a full recovery kit on one side and all my power tank stuff on the other. So I need oh, to make yeah. sure that the power tank was full. Yeah. So I did that the two days before so I left. Since I did all my, you know, upgrading, I have full ARB air compressor oh, with right, right, right. hookup and everything. So that's I do have onboard air now. Nice. Which is another thing. Right. I think it that's almost as important yeah. as anything else is making sure you have tires can change pressure. Driving. Yeah. 
And with they the, do change pressure driving. Right, for sure. They generally gain more mm-hmm. air or more pressure, not more air. Yeah, they heat up. Um, and then, you know, we I, I covered a lot of mountain area, and so it actually, there it can drop pressure yeah. based on the air around it. Uh, so it was good to be prepared with that. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do you take? Um, I usually always keep in my Jeep, like, some blankets. Um just other stuff in general like yeah i don't know hoodies blankets yeah i always keep those under, under the rear seat yeah anyway under the rear seat i always carry an extra pair of underwear t-shirt oh. some you know gym shorts yep. i just got a little like thing and it just sits under there you never know like you never, say you're no, at work right. and you need a new, an extra t-shirt or yep. something and you don't want to be walking into a meeting with like pizza sauce on your <laughs> shirt so i'm guilty <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's good to have that sort of thing. And I have a, a I have two hoodies, um, one for my kid mm-hmm. under one side of yeah. the back seat, and then I have mine, and I have a t- a, mm-hmm. a blanket yeah. just in case because you never know. And sometimes I actually have in the winter I always have two mm-hmm. blankets, but it, it's always good to have that for mm-hmm. being prepared. Um, I also have a full first aid kit. Yeah. That's attached to my yep. tailgate on a tailgate table that's yep. now new and added and improved. But nice. I mean, like, my first aid kit is fully prepped. Um, I also kind of keep a smaller one in just in my glove box with a few Band-Aids. Um, I keep all kinds of weird stuff. I keep a bag of Stop the Bleed in my glove box. Oh, uh, yeah. Because you never know what can happen. Never know. Uh Two weeks ago, we did like routine. We talked about routine, routine maintenance. maintenance. If you're going, I think it's important to. That's the time to to do it, it really before is. you head out. Check all your, you know, U joints bearings. Put some grease in those. Any if you have, you know, any greasable joints, grease yep. everything. Um, maybe if you need, if you're getting too close to an oil change, change it. Um, yeah, check, change it before you go. Yeah. Just check your fluids too. Like if yep. check your brake fluid, make sure it's topped off. Check your ra- you know radiator, f- your coolant level. Yep. Um, make sure that your reservoirs are flu- uh, filled up. Check your power steering fluid. Um, check your blinker fluid. If you, if you can rotate your tires before you go, uh-huh. because when you're putting you know five or six hundred miles on yeah. a vehicle, you you don't want to be um, and and. I'm guilty Change of this muffler one. Muffler bearings. <laughs> muffler My muff. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> grease welcome. ran out of my You're muffler welcome. bearings. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, but I, but I, do an inspection I need to rotate my tires too. because now they're, it's a little past when I normally would do it. Right. And then I drive, you know, 560 miles one way and 600 miles back. Yeah. It's time. Yep. I put some wear on them. Mm-hmm. So and routine inspection is just yes. a good idea. Always, always a good idea. Mm-hmm. But snacks is also key. I I need snacks now. I I keep forgetting <laughs> to bring them, but the, they're horrible. The, the lollies. Yeah. Where are my lollies? I gave them to you. I know they're probably in your backpack. Uh, they might be. I didn't take them with me. I was supposed to. Oh, bummer, bummer. Uh, but yeah, so what is your favorite thing to do for your road tripping needs? I mean, for me, I be prepared, go prepared, take the stuff you need. Oh, I usually try to remember to rain X my windshield. Hell yeah. That's what I did right I before try, I left. I try to remember to do that. It rained the whole damn time. And if it doesn't rain, you'll be fine anyway. But I try to remember to do it. 
Yeah. Uh, so when you're next, your your mirrors too. Your rear view. Oh, mirrors. I never do that. I always rear my rear view mirrors. That's a good idea. Or your side mirrors. Part of those snacks needs to be beef jerky for sure, and gummy worms, and go- <laughs> anything. And you know, the gummy that, sour. That, yeah, that, oh, that's up my alley. That sour stuff, and then yep. you got to have beef jerky. This trip definitely had some. And beef jerky. and the emergency monster in the center console. Ooh, you go full in. <laughs> That's right. You're you're definitely that guy. I am that guy because you never know <laughs> when you get stuck in traffic and what time you're getting somewhere. Yep. Yep. Um, I would re- I would say you want to take extra USB phone cables. Oh, dude, yes. At they least, always break yes. on a road trip. Always. And you don't want. Oh, does this does this Seven Eleven have them? Does no? Does no, this and then have them? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Take a couple extra. Yeah. I, yeah. We should uh, write a list. We should. That would require time and effort. Yep. Uh, Swedish fish. I love it. I, we're getting great suggestions in from from our um, live participants. I love it. It's definitely great. Um, but if you have a road trip thing that you can't do without on your journey. Tunes. Yeah. Tunes. Tunes. Make sure to drop us a line at info at jeeplifepodcast.com and maybe we'll put together a list and read it on, on air mm-hmm. um, of listener favorite stuff. So info at jeeplifepodcast.com for all your road tripping lists, the stuff that have to be on there. And then maybe we'll compile it and put it on the, the show notes or yeah. um, on ooh Patreon. That would be a good one. That would be a real good one to put it together and mm-hmm. put it on our Patreon. And if you want to be a Patreon subscriber. If you would like to support the podcast in any way. Please do. Please you can do. become a subscriber on YouTube. Yes. Or Patreon. Yep. Do it. Do it. And also you can give us stars and stickers on our YouTube channel. If you'd like to support the podcast. Oh yeah. Do that. Mm-hmm. Um, it all makes a difference. Go to wherever you get your podcasts and write a review. That helps tremendously, helps other people find us, um, helps us feel better about ourselves rather than just two dudes um, <laughs> sitting here talking. Yeah. Uh, where else can people find us? Mm, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Just Google us. It, it literally, just Google us. Google us. It, they all pop up. Everything. But. It's not where you can find us. It's where you tell your friend about us. Oh, yeah. So tell a friend about the Jeep Life podcast. And I understand not everybody's a podcaster, but we have a YouTube channel as well. So make sure you head over there and subscribe because we always have great content coming out. Bantam Jeep Fest, crazy wheeling videos. There's going to be videos of us down in Wildwood. Great Smoky Mountain, always a great list of content coming out on our YouTube channel. Always. And our thanks to all the people who join us live in the studio. Make sure you do that every Sunday night. And to our sponsor, Armorlite, make sure to check those guys out. Not a better product out there. Nope. For my friend Billy, Jeep and Terry. Here's a big Jeep wave to you, everybody. Our friends over at Armalite. 
Yeah, man. They're our title sponsor of the podcast, and they are some fantastic people. It is the toughest flooring on the I trail. I can guarantee toughest yeah. flooring. 100%. Yep. Yep. Uh, it, it, you know, it's a, it's a fairly tough install, but it has to be because it holds up. On, it's bomb-proof. It really is. I mean, I think uh, the way that it snaps into the floor, yeah. that's like the key word. It snaps in. Yep. And the way that they have seriously like mapped out the floors and, you know, they're, they just know what they're doing. They do. And we have an exclusive discount at Armor Lights, Jeep Life Podcast 10 for a complete Armor Light system. Um, That's like huge. TJ, I mean, TJ, LJ, JK, JL, 392, 4XE. Yeah. Gladiator. I love it. They're working on all the rear sections as well. They're really coming through with everything. Yep, they're working hard. Let's talk about our friends over at Power Tank. All your inflation needs. All of them are met. Um, We have a a discount code, JeepLifePod15, for a complete system. Um, That is for a CO2 system. So it's 15% off a complete CO2 system. Yep. It does not go for accessories or any nitrogen accessories. Uh, good to know. Good to know. Um, how about the guys over at Pipes? Setting up that tone right for you. Yeah. I, I love my Pipes exhaust. Um, I love it too. And it sounds, I mean, you, you, can, you can hear me pulling up <laughs> and you know, you know the exact pitch of it. Um, but that exhaust is amazing. Um, Jeep life at pipesexhaust.com gets you free shipping, which is, that's a way better big, than 10%. Yeah. Way better. Way better. And also that, that is good for cold case as oh, well. Yeah. Keeping your Jeep cool running down the trails and yeah. on that highway. Yeah. I need to, I need to, um, they want to talk to me about, um, another, um, cold case radiator. Mm. So radiator off camber lighting, 20% discount Jeep life pod for all your flashlight needs. Yeah. Get it. Uh, we've got, um, rock slide engineering discount for our listeners. If you want to be able to climb up in your Jeep with ease, I've got a three and a half inch lift and I am only six feet tall. I need a little help. Yeah. My legs are it, not long enough. You really need some help sometimes. And that definitely takes care of that. And Jeep Life Pod gets you 15% off of their amazing products. And I think that does include that tailgate table and bumpers and some of the other stuff hmm. that they have too. So make sure to check them out. Our other friend, Huddy. Huddy's Beard Bomb. The best beard bomb out there. Yep. It definitely. I like, I like it a lot. Good friend of the pod. Um, Jeep Life Pod for 10% off of... Um, your beard bomb mm. and all these will be in the show notes. So make sure to take care of, of our partners, reach out to them. Um, I love it. So I, Troy just said, hit the button and I am going to hit that button. Do it. 